0: what are we um what are we talking about today no who are we we're crime culture that's Haley, i'm caitlin damn wow okay Okay. it's all right it's been a it's been a it's been a day Haley has watched my brain do somersaults for the past like 15 20 minutes
1: she asked me what we're covering three times (laughs) three times I know it's not your episode, but it's it's and I it and together, you woman. forget
0: that I also looked this morning. So I was like, "Ooh, what are we covering today?" Yep. And then that was hours and hours and hours ago. So, of course, I forgot. This yes. is this is what happens when you are taking an off day from your meds, kids. Um don't do that unless your doctor tells you to. But
1: yes this is uh, what we happens. are continuing our women's history month celebrations we're going to be talking yeah. about final girls the trope which is uh actually a super fun topic to research i love doing it and the amount of like feminist horror articles and essays i've read is ridiculous you can really like immerse yourself in this topic if i had been back in school i probably would have covered Mm -hmm. this in something, um, but before we get into the actual topic today, um, we did mention in last week's episode, um, I posted on the website um, different places you can contribute to um, the people of Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and uh, my sister actually sent me one, which I've since seen an article on, that other people are doing it, hygiene, Um, that people are renting airbnbs in the ukraine mm-hmm. yes and obviously like no intention of like going there currently um but it it very directly helps out the people of the ukraine that yeah that host airbnbs so like it's like lots of people have airbnb accounts uh i know airbnb can be like kind of problematic i mean the their fees yeah. have gone up like crazy but whatever um it helps out people that need it and it's a super easy way to do. You don't have to like uh, go, figure out if like the charity is direct like directly helping people. Like, no, this is directly helping the people that are listing the accommodations. So that's another way you can do it. So yeah. go ahead and do that.
0: Yeah, if you can. If, if you not, can. that's that's cool too.
1: Yeah, keep um, share keep sharing different things and mm-hmm. uh, letting other people know um, if they have the means to be able to help then perfect yeah so but absolutely yes um so back to final girls so i'm sure a lot of people have heard this trope and it has actually gained a lot of traction in the past couple of years because there's been a couple of books and movies which i will Mm -hmm. get to but first i'm gonna get into like the history of the trope itself so the final girl is the sole survivor of a group of people usually teenagers or young people who are being chased by some type of villain And she's the one that gets the final confrontation with the villain. Sometimes she kills him herself, or she is saved at the last minute by somebody else. Her character arc usually involves overcoming a personal problem or some sort of inadequacy that is exacerbated by the situation that she's in. She has an implied moral superiority. For example, she's the only one in her group that refuses sex, drugs, or other behaviors, unlike her friend's. We'll get to information about that in a sec. Um, She sometimes has a unisex name, which I didn't really realize until people started talking about it in articles, like Teddy, Billy, Georgie, Sydney. Like these are more unisex names. And lots of articles said that um, the final girl is kind of made to be uh, like gender ambiguous, like with like a shorter, yeah, like a shorter haircut, um, like. Maybe a, a, maybe a little more flat-chested, like a more, like, kind of like a tomboyish like, build, sort of. Not, this is, again, this is not, like, the rule. This is just, like, seen a couple of times in this trope. I didn't even think about that. Right? That's, that's so... It's
0: not so in-your-face. No, but yeah. it's very, like, wow, you, oh, man, like... Yeah. Your, your, your high school teachers missed out. Like, we get to benefit. Oh, yeah. But damn, this is going to be, oh, I'm already into this.
1: Uh, occasionally, the final girl will have a shared history with the killer, being related or mm-hmm. knowing them before or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the final girl is also the investigating consciousness of the film that moves the narrative forward. Um, she exhibits intelligence, curiosity, and vigilance. And oftentimes, she's brunette. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. That part I did notice yeah there's as, um, as a blonde <laughs> well there's a quote that i didn't i didn't write down it was kind of it was kind of offensive
0: um mm. from
1: what's his name hitchcock yeah, yeah hitchcock, hitchcock said something that like blondes are like the perfect uh victim yeah. and their their blood is like uh footsteps in the snow or something like that it was some weird he it was he a, would know it was Be victimized very nice to hedron
0: yeah, it was very weird. So I didn't. I didn't, I didn't include that. That's about right. That's about. That sounds about. That sounds like Alfred Hitchcock.
1: Yeah, but uh, final girls often brunette. So if you and mm-hmm. I were in a horror movie. You're gone. Act one. I was gonna say
0: that we don't. <laughs> I don't need to be. I don't need to have hair to know that you will be surviving and I will not. Haley and I were just talking about her workout regimen and. I oh, yeah. was telling her that I almost threw up in my yoga class the other day, while she's going, "Oh, and I flip tires," <laughs> and I'm just like, I "Flip tires and pull sleds." <laughs> and that's that's my deal. And you do the rope thing. We we uh, I went. <laughs> yes. I grilled her. <laughs> I get some noodle arms doing that rope thing. Fuck that. Shout out to our friend Joe, who's a great yeah. personal trainer.
1: Hey, if, you, if you're in the Jersey area, <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So the term final girl was coined by professor carol j clover in her book men women and chainsaws gender in the modern horror film it was published in 1992 i have to read it it's an Mm. it's on my list um there was another article that stated that clover first used the phrase even earlier in a 1987 essay her body himself gender in the slasher film Ooh, that's Um, a good title yes right isn't that great that's ooh. um That was in one article. Everything else references uh, this book. So I'm going to go with that. Mm -hmm. But she says of final girls in her book, quote, she is the one who encounters the mutilated bodies of her friends and perceives the full extent of the preceding horror and her own peril, who is concerned, wounded, whom we see scream, stagger, fall, rise and scream again. She is abject terror personified, end quote. And while Clover's original definition of the final girl is pretty narrow, she primarily studied the slasher films of the 1970s and 80s, which is considered to be the golden age of the the genre, the basic building blocks are there for a larger study on women in horror. Clover's theory is that the audience identification is unstable and fluid across gender lines, particularly in the case of slasher films. Mm -hmm. During the final girl's confrontation with the killer, Clover argues she becomes masculinized through, quote unquote, phallic appropriation, which I love that phrase. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, But the final girl will take a weapon such as a knife or a chainsaw phallic shaped uh, going against the killer. Uh, Conversely, Clover points out that the villain of the slasher film is often a male whose masculinity and sexuality more generally are in crisis. Examples would include Norman Bates in Psycho or Billy and Stew in Scream. Mm-hmm. Look at those movies for examples of men having uh um, masculinity. Issues. Yeah, masculinity <laughs> uh issues. So, Clover points out uh that this gender fluidity um demonstrates the impact of feminism in pop culture. Mm-hmm. And I would say out of all Film genres, I would say horror is probably the most ripe for a study in feminism because of the final girl and because of how other women are treated in horror and how like it's very in your face, the difference of men and women being treated in horror. And I know I know we have a couple of people who are uh, not a fan of us talking about um, women's issues yeah but uh Mm -hmm. this is the feminism episode so and believe it or not women have issues this just in (laughs) women and female (laughs) identifying people have many issues yes so the final girl is sort of the living embodiment of the stereotypical conservative attitudes of what a woman quote unquote should be the final girl's often virginal subservient untouched by the menace of the outside world but as the trope evolved, some feminists noticed that through this device, the males in the audience are forced to identify with a woman in the climax of the movie. Clover mm-hmm. argues that for a film to be successful, although the final girl is masculinized, it is necessary for the surviving character to be female because she must experience abject terror. And many viewers would reject a film that showed abject terror on the part of the male. Clover writes, quote, Angry displays of force may belong to the male, but crying, cowering, screaming, fainting, trembling, begging for mercy, they belong to the female. Quote. The terror has a purpose in that the female is purged of this, as if she survives, of undesirable characteristics such as the relentless pursuit of pleasure in her own right. An interesting feature of the genre is the punishment of beauty and sexual availability. So you see in the friends of the final girl, the rest of her group mates, anyone that goes off to like smoke weed or have sex or Mm -hmm. experience uh, anything, yeah, experience anything in any way, uh, gone immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the final girl trope force men to watch women step into their power. But is the trope itself rooted in misogyny? And it definitely started that way uh, because during the heyday of slasher films, when the trope took hold, this is around like the mid seventies, the male dominated film industry was terrified of the women's liberation movement. Nice, Great. So that might be why, whether purposefully or subtly, the women who express sexuality or something other than homemaker tendencies were viciously killed in these movies. She has a unique thought. The alarm bells go off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's also like leftovers from when we talked about the um, the hook legend. It often uh, the hook legend is uh, these two people are on a lover's lane. They're hooking up. They hear that mm-hmm. like a, a guy with a hook escape, blah, blah, blah. So the whole reason for that urban legend is keep these kids away from the I lover's can... lanes. Yeah. <laughs> keep these kids away from the lover's lanes and the hook man's not going to get you. You're, the hook man's not going to get you if your pants are on. Yeah. So um, this is kind of like leftovers of that, of like scaring kids away from sexuality. I mean, look at mm-hmm. the plot of Friday the 13th. That
0: mm-hmm. is literally
1: all about abstaining. Yeah. Um, but in an online essay on the topic, Grace Pullman writes, quote, feeling threatened, horror giants in Hollywood began killing and torturing fictional facsimiles of the liberated woman, depicting her as amoral, inferior, and vapid. They punished her with a painful, sensational death, playing out these scenarios over and over again on the silver screen. Then they created the idealized prototype of the final girl and rewarded her obedience, her purity, by sparing her life. As if to say to the women in the audience, this is your only hope for survival. As if to say, this is how you must behave or you'll die, we'll kill you, end quote. Mm Mm-hmm which is very intense description. Yeah. But also very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's the history of the final girl. And the future looks so much brighter. Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role as Laurie Strode in 2018's Halloween just shows how far we've come. Back in 1978, Laurie Strode was a terrified virginal babysitter. In 2018, she's a grizzled grandma who is proactive in her attacks and totes a shotgun. She is tired of your shit. She is tired of your shit, and she is done. <laughs> she's here to uh, slay Michael Myers and eat Activia, and she's finished her mm-hmm. Activia. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in it. <laughs> Um other and I'm recent, all out
0: of activity <laughs> Yeah, right? I'm sorry, I love it.
1: Other recent horror movies are moving in the same direction. Movies like Midsummer, A Quiet Place, and The Witch show women that don't just kick ass but provide a much deeper character development than we've seen from previous characters. They are mm-hmm. loving mothers, students trying to overcome trauma, and daughters who want to understand their family. Teeth, I mean, isn't that another one? Teeth, yeah, Remember vaginas teeth? and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I used um, to tell creepy guys at parties. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) along that same vein, 2014's It Follows further moves Mm -hmm. the bar from the original definition of the virginal final girl. Jay is tracked by a supernatural entity that's transmitted by sex, a literal manifestation of the death by sex trope. Yet rather than defeat it by shedding her sexuality entirely, Jay actually embraces and weaponizes it, using sex to free herself. No longer does the final girl need to masculinize herself, uh, defeating the monster, with a form of phallic appropriation femininity is now the weapon yep and oh, yeah. um I'm, I'm taking this next part directly from an article on from the take uh i'll link it on the website the website the the article does not say who wrote it but i couldn't have said it better myself that's why i'm going to read it uh directly from the website um as nerdist ty gooden has pointed out quote, black women and girls weren't perceived as vulnerable people whom an audience could identify with as victims of violence because they were barely seen as people at all, much less valuable ones, end quote. So all of this to say that black women have not been the final girl in the history of final girls. If you look at movies of the 70s and 80s, it is very whitewashed. Um, But that has changed recently. So horror films, um, Horror films in the past have reflected their settings, taking place in the familiar confines of high schools and safe suburban neighborhoods, showing terror invading an idyllic, often lily white community that believes it's not supposed to happen here. Films have long treated violence against black people as commonplace and not especially terrifying. The black woman is therefore almost never the final girl. She is at best the close to final girl there to offer her support and common sense before she is inevitably dispatched to teach the final girl a lesson. But the recent rise in social horror has begun to challenge this aspect of the trope as well. Jordan Peele's us subverts horror, uh, predominantly white perspective through Lupita Nyong'o's Adelaide. She's the rare Mm -hmm. black final girl, the one who's been assimilated into the safe confines of white society through her wealth. When that comfort is threatened by a mysterious other, a group of murderous doppelgangers known as the Tethered, it highlights just how much Adelaide has participated in creating the horror she now faces. But the film's twist, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Us and you're planning to... I haven't seen it! Wait! Wait! (laughs) Hang on, I'm taking off my headphones! Wait! That Adelaide is a member of the Tethered while her doppelganger is the one that really belongs, challenges us to ask who to side with adelaide is both a villain and a victim monster and a final girl and by making us both empathize with her and feel terrified of her the film forces us to confront the social constructs at the film's true source of horror and the final girl still Feels sadly relevant because violence against women is still Mm -hmm. very rampant in our world. But Mm -hmm. whereas formal final girls were defined by their victimization, today's final girl is a far stronger, far more complex character. She's a more intersectional representation of not just gender and sexuality, but of race and class and the many ways in which we are made to live in fear. Today, her journey isn't just about defeating the monster, but finding the strength in herself. Oh, I love that. Yes. And, uh, I would be remiss to say that this is all being taken from American horror films Mm -hmm. because, uh, lots of European horror films, uh, women are actually the killers a lot of times. Um, and, and, um, in European horror films, um, the dynamic between men and women is a lot different. Um lots to- lots of times in um European horror films, there's like a male victim or hero that is sexually attracted to the female killer and not repulsed by her um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a very different dynamic, so it's not very much like the damsel in distress and then turns into like the killer so it this is American horror films I'm talking about okay um but so that's that's like the history of the ho- of the final girl and from there it has taken on a life of its own um the term final girl has grown from being a trope in teen slasher movies to a self-imposed title that many in the horror community use to describe themselves it's a phrase that carries implications of strength perseverance and resilience and you can find final girl merch on etsy for everything from t-shirts to pins to stickers and jewelry there's final girl stuff everywhere so it can be like a whole thing now and before I get into different representations in, um, like, as the, tr- the the trope in pop culture, I'm going to talk about some of the famous final girls. Uh, some could argue that the first final girl was in Psycho, but um, I think it the, really took hold and people really started to notice it as a trope in 1974 is the texas chainsaw massacre when marilyn burns played sally hardesty i think is how you say the last name i don't remember it i haven't seen the movie forever no idea yeah um but she manages to evade leatherface um she escapes his confines twice um but she becomes a final girl largely through endurance um and she's only really rescued by chance so it's still not like A hundred percent within the the trope. Um, next that same year is Black Christmas when Olivia Hussey plays Jess Bradford. That's it's a very underrated horror movie, I would say. Um definitely watch it. It's very, very good. Um but she's a prototypical final girl fighting back against the murderer who's targeting her sorority house. But she's also the rare, fully realized woman in a horror movie that's not just there to like be killed um mm-hmm. and she provides she provides the film's narrative point of view um but she also doesn't totally fit the final girl mold either for one thing she is not virginal and although Jess survives at the end it's far from certain that she's actually won so maybe not exactly the final girl and then we have what i already talked about 1978 jamie lee curtis playing laurie strode in halloween um uh, Laurie Strode in the movie is the only one of her friends who's not interested in sex or even dating. She's smart and observant, especially compared to her oblivious friends. She's resourceful, eventually fighting back against Michael Myers and anything with anything that she can get her hands on. Um, although we start off looking at things from Michael Myers' perspective, we experience the horrors he commits through Laurie's point of view. And it makes mm-hmm. her... She's often like held up in any like anything you see written about final girls she's usually like the header photo like she is the example of a final girl yep um but there are a couple others uh Alice Hardy played by Adrian King uh, in the first Friday the 13th in 1980 Ginny Field played by Amy Steele in Friday the 13th part 2 in 1981 Nancy Thompson uh played by Heather Langenkamp in A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984, Christy Cotton, played by Ashley Lawrence in Hellraiser, 1987, and uh, more modern fans will know, Sidney Prescott, played by Neve Campbell in Scream in 1996, Mm -hmm. and um, this kind of is another one that, uh, I mean, Scream itself, like, flipped horror movies on its head by, like, being very meta in it. And um, they do say like the rules of surviving a horror movie is like you can't have sex. Well, mm-hmm. Sidney Prescott has sex with her boyfriend in the movie. Yeah. Um So she kind of like it, it kind of flipped what uh, a final girl could be. And
0: don't they point that out to her? Like, isn't there like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge where he like says to her? At well, one the whole movie well, you've had sex. Yes, but yeah. where like blatantly. He, yeah. he says something like well now you've had sex so you're gonna die because spoiler alert he's the killer yeah um <laughs> it's from 1996 people no i'm just more i'm more whiny because like you look at skeet Ulrich and you tell me he's capable of killing a human being i'm sorry no that but is a that beautiful Lillard, man though. brilliant love holy shit i uh
1: i love them both i love he's them so both. honestly and throw in sydney prescott too yeah, i'll right? take all three yeah yeah right <laughs> up um another one not a movie but um buffy the vampire slayer oh Um, well there was a movie and i'm thinking mainly of the tv series yeah yeah (laughs) um but it further upended the trope by making the final girl a blonde unabashedly female feminine cheerleader the opposite of the virginal tomboy that we know as the final girl trope uh Mm -hmm. buffy not only defends herself against the monsters she hunts them down and you can see her empowered descendants Uh, In films where final girls no longer cower and hide, but run toward the fight. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely Buffy the Vampire Slayer would be like up there with final girls. And um, obviously my favorite trio of films uh, of recent, the Fear Street series. Uh, Oh, Just (laughs) fantastic. You want to talk final girls? Love it. Watch that. I was
0: just thinking the other day, literally like a few days ago. I was thinking, I was like, wow, Haley hasn't talked about Fear Street in a while. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm working on an episode on Fear Street, so get ready. I'm I'm working my way through all of the books again. Good for you. Yes. Um, you love a reader. They kind of hold up, but also they are for, like, middle grade. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, i i also just read uh pretty girls by karen slaughter which if anybody has also read that like <laughs> that's a a huge step away from anything that is uh that is like goosebumps adjacent it's
0: a great name is that her real name or is that like that an real Stein? I,
1: i'm pretty sure that's her real name oh that's a great
0: name for yeah. somebody who writes hard oh good for her it's a
1: thriller and uh Okay. I, I'm going to be talking about, like, horror and thriller books in a, in an upcoming episode. Um, I would recommend that, but I mm-hmm. would say that there is a twist towards the beginning, and if you read it and that twist disturbs you, it gets worse. So maybe Yay. put it down if you don't like it. Um, but I'm going to get into some final girl movies, and these are specifically, like, the final girl, not movies where there is a final girl, if that makes sense. Okay. The first one is The Final Girls from 2015. (laughs) Uh, It has a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, 69% audience score, 85% Google score, and a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a pretty good Mm -hmm. one. I'm going to talk about another one uh, from the same year. Didn't do as great. So this is uh, the the better of the two. Um, Okay. the, The critics' consensus is, quote, The final girls offers an affectionate nod to slasher tropes while adding a surprising layer of genuine emotion to go with the meta amusement, end quote. It's a horror comedy, so Mm -hmm. you can watch it. it.
0: It's the one with Malin Ackerman, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. No, that was... And it was also criminally, like, underrated. Like, nobody went to go see it. Yeah.
1: And it it was really good. I'm gonna get into, like, who else is in it, and it's literally, like... it's it, packed star with after good star. people. Yeah. yes but yes. the synopsis is max recently orphaned goes to a screening of a b-horror movie that her mother made 20 years earlier when max and her friends find themselves in the world of the film itself they must apply their knowledge of horror tropes to survive mm-hmm. fun like fun idea concept yeah yeah it's i really a great like concept it. um but some of the actors in it i think it's Thaisa farmiga i believe T-A-R- it's Taisa. Taisa? but i could be wrong i could be wrong Mira uh, Farmiga's in- daughter though yes yes yeah. I-, I was gonna say I don't think there's a lot of Farmigas that are uh, in the entertainment industry but true yeah true
0: but her mom also does horror so I just thought that that was because she's the one that plays Lorraine Warren
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah um, but she was in We Have Always Lived in the Castle which I heard is very very good uh, okay. The Mule which is that uh, drug movie with Clint Eastwood yeah all right the mule Uh, Um, she was also in the bling ring
0: she was in the bling ring we
1: talked about the bling ring in uh (laughs) one of our law and order episodes and she was also in um american horror story she was in a couple of seasons she was i know she
0: was in seasons i'm not even gonna go there because i'm blanking but she was
1: in a few uh malin ackerman you said malin uh, ackerman malin ackerman uh she was in rock of ages i recognized <laughs> her immediately from 27 dresses because i love that movie yep yep uh but she was also in billions and she was in like the the sleepover the one that happened recently
0: yes yeah. yes and and she was also on there's a really great show and if you like <clears throat> it, like if you like female created shows she, it was called the Trophy Wife*. Okay, and she plays uh, Bradley Whitford's third wife. I love and Bradley Whitford too. It, it, you, it, I, it's on Hulu. There's, I believe, one or two seasons. I believe it's only two seasons, and then it got canceled. And it's just that not enough people knew about it because yeah. it's critics lobbied to save it. Yeah, that's how good it is. So if you want, if you like to laugh, this it's very funny. It's very clever, and it's on Hulu, and it's called The Trophy Wife, and it's All got. Right malin ackerman anyway go on i'm sorry
1: uh nina dobrev is that her name Mm -hmm. yeah vampire diaries she's also Mm -hmm. in the perks of being a wallflower which i didn't know she was um is it i'm you got it i'm so bad with the names is it alia shawcat alia 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 obviously broad city uh she was in search party arrested development and uh a really really good horror movie that i liked with um what's his face Anton Yelkin, uh, Green Room. really good, Really good movie. Uh, R.I.P. Anton Yelkin. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Uh, But Thomas Middleditch is also in this movie. Yeah. From, obviously, Silicon Valley, Middleditch and Schwartz, and he was in Zombieland Double Tap, which I thought was a fun sequel, like, ten years later. But it was good. And also Adam Devine is in this movie. Pitch Perfect, Workaholics, The Righteous Gemstones, which I've also heard is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But, yeah alexander
0: ludwig is in it and i'm just gonna point that out because he was he's been in a couple of things he was in like grown-ups too well and i'm gonna
1: talk about that because he's also oh. in the next final girl movie that i'm gonna talk about and also better, named chris he's my birthday buddy is he <laughs> <laughs> but he's in, That's the only reason i know he exists <laughs> but he's in both of these final girl movies and both act for like him. characters named chris good for him it I mean, checks
0: out it checks out a Whatever. white guy named chris he a usually white exists guy chris a, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he usually exists in the horror universe Dime a dozen. i'll take i'll take that over over uh thomas middleditch because uh yeah, is he problematic he's, he's been accused of some shit so no i thought that was the other guy we don't
1: love we don't I, love what
0: other guy there's, the other there's, guy there's from been Sil- a few
1: no the other guy from silicon valley uh the tj the tj fine
0: no, oh, yeah. I always confuse TJ Thine and TJ Miller, and I know they don't look alike, but I think it's the hair. Um, no, Thomas Middleditch Thomas also. <gasps> yeah, yeah, like sexual misconduct or no. assault or something at like a nightclub. And Fuck. yeah, men suck. make mistakes. I was going to say suck, but then I think about comments that we've received and.
1: No, just wanna... like situations like that suck, because especially if it's like an actor it, that it, you like somebody you like yeah, yeah then you're like, well, or god like you schwartz they're a great shit. duo yeah i know
0: yeah Ugh. and so yeah yeah Fine. we stand schwartz I Ben schwartz of Angel middle digit schwartz can do no wrong and is in the after Hopefully. party on apple tv plus i know now that i've said it oh no
1: <laughs> cross your fingers and toes yeah oh god
0: oh no um not sonic um <laughs> but, but yeah he's in if you like if you like True i know I don't, have, uh, yeah. I don't have uh i don't have apple do. tv Plus. i gave elliot my login yeah but so he's trying to get on and
1: you can't get on whatever
0: the next i'll work movie, with him after this
1: the next movie i'm talking about is called final the other the first one was the final girls this one is called final girl and it's also from 2015 oh. it has a rotten tomato score of 31 percent audience score of 24 percent google score of 73 percent and i've never heard of it a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. And the synopsis is, quote, Veronica, the new girl in town, is lured into the woods by a group of senior boys looking to make her a victim. But the boys don't know that Veronica has been trained to handle herself in surprisingly lethal ways, end quote. And it stars Abigail Breslin. Oh, Little Miss Sunshine uh, Zombieland. Yes.
0: And and she's another um, Ryan Murphy alum. She was in Scream Queens.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm hmm uh wes bentley is in this movie who's in american beauty the hunger games Mm -hmm. uh american American horror story yellowstone um cameron Bright, who's in thank you for smoking and the twilight eclipse movie yeah okay reese thompson who's in the perks of being a wallflower and the sandlot 2 oh uh logan huffman who's in bomb city and straight up and alexander ludwig like you already said who's in (laughs) hunger games race twitch mountain Bad Boys for Life, and the other final girls movie. <laughs> I, I love that. Both I love that so much. Chris.
0: I think that movie also has um because it, if it's the one I'm thinking of with Abigail Breslin, it, I think Clint Eastwood's daughter's in it too. Oh, really? Yeah, cause, since we just mentioned Clint Eastwood, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. figured I'd I, I'm pretty sure she might, she because she had like a brief, not a brief career, but she had a reality TV show at one point, and I vaguely remember ah. her talking about being in a movie with Abigail Breslin and Alexander Ludwig, unless I'm completely losing my mind, which I could be. It's gone. It's never been here. Okay.
1: Anyway, back to Uh, you. There's also a 2006 movie called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon that um, extensively talks about the final girl trope throughout the film. They refer to her as the survivor girl. Um, So that's just another one to check out. Not not exclusively a final girl movie, but worth looking into. And now they're... I mistook how many Final Girl books there are. No. There are there are more than I am talking about here, and there are a lot. <laughs> cool. So I'm, I'm going to, like, I just think it's worth it. Like, read more books. Uh, yeah. I have read a couple of these, and they're fantastic, and all the rest of them are on my wait list for the library. So <laughs> um, the first one is the one I read most recently that I absolutely was in love with. It's called The Final Girl Support Group by Grady Hendrix. It was published in 2021. It has a 3.61 out of 5 on Goodreads. And it is just a fantastic... I'll read anything Grady Hendrix writes. Like, he is such a fantastic author. Mm-hmm. It, it is, like... It's horror and comedy and blah, blah, blah. Like, Horror Store is, like, a haunted house story told in an Ikea-type store. Like, it is so... It's a, it's so good. Um Ooh. I think he's publishing one either this year or next year called How to Sell a Haunted House, which sounds fantastic. Um... The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Mm -hmm. um, My Best Friend's Exorcism. uh, He's just a fantastic author. But this is one of my absolute favorites. Final Girl Support Group so the synopsis is in horror movies the final girl is the one who's left standing when the credits roll the one who fought back defeated the killer and avenged her friends the one who emerges bloodied but victorious but after the sirens fade and the audience moves on what happens to her lynette tarkington is a real life final girl who survived a massacre 22 years ago and has defined every day of her life since and she's not alone for more than a decade she's been meeting with five other actual final girls and their therapist in a support group for those who survived the unthinkable putting their lives back together piece by piece That is, until one of the women misses a meeting and Lynette's worst fears are realized. Someone knows about the group and is determined to take their lives apart again, piece by piece. But the thing about these final girls is that they have each other now, and no matter how bad the odds, how dark the night, how sharp the knife, they will never, ever give up. Hell yeah. It is such a good book. Definitely read it. It is at your local library
0: go get it. <laughs> i like it is at your local it library is. it better be
1: <laughs> it's um, there the next one is final girls by riley sager love riley sager um i believe what's uh there's someone inside of your house uh is uh one of the my favorite books and it is on netflix now they made a oh um, yeah they made a version of it on netflix it's very very good is that the one with Alyssa milano, Alyssa milano. and richard from the bold type it might it, not be i watched it a while ago when oh first well then, came then it may out, not so be. i don't remember
0: there it's called there's someone inside your house right i think so yeah okay i just i just found it and it's not there was okay. there's an there's a movie that is a similar concept that has melissa okay. melissa, melissa <laughs> alano um
1: and <laughs> uh but this is final girls by riley sager it was published in 2017 it has a 3.84 out of 5 on goodreads um And the synopsis is, 10 years ago, a college student, uh, Quincy Carpenter, went on a vacation with five friends and came back alone, the only survivor of a horror movie-scale massacre. In an instant, she became a member of a club no one wants to belong to, a group of similar survivors known in the press as the final girls. Lisa, who lost nine sorority sisters to a college dropouts knife, Sam, who went up against the sack man during her shift at the Nightlight Inn, and now Quincy, who ran bleeding through the woods to escape Pine Cottage and the man she refers to only as him. The three girls all attempt to put their nightmares behind them and with that, one another. Despite the media's attempts, they never meet. Now Quincy is doing well, maybe even great, thanks to her Xanax prescription. She has a... She has a caring almost fiancé, Jeff, a popular baking blog, a beautiful apartment, and a therapeutic presence in Coop, the police officer who saved her life all those years ago. Her memory won't even allow her to recall the events of the night. The past is in the past. That is, until Lisa, the first final girl, is found dead in the bathtub, wrists slit, and Sam, the second, appears at Quincy's doorstep. Blowing through Quincy's life like a whirlwind, Sam seems... Intent on making Quincy relive the past with increasingly dire consequences, all of which makes Quincy question why Sam is really seeking her out. And when new details about Lisa's death come to light, Quincy's life becomes a race against time as she travels to, as she tries to unravel Sam's truth from her lies, evade the police and hungry reporters, and most crucially, remember what really happened at Pine Cottage before, um, before what was started 10 years ago is finished. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun uh riley is <laughs> a great author it's a good mm-hmm. book so go for it do it um then we have the last final girl by stephen graham jones stephen graham jones has i have like four stephen graham jones books on my list to read i think i think he wrote something like my heart is like a chainsaw or something like that is like the title that sounded fantastic that I, like is like on my wait list but this is the last final girl uh published in 2012 3.16 out of 5 on goodreads and the synopsis is life in a slasher film is easy you just have to know when to die aerial view a suburban town in texas everyone's got an automatic garage door opener all the kids jump off a perilous cliff into a shallow river as a rite of passage the sheriff is a local celebrity you know this town you're from this town zoom Mm -hmm. in homecoming princess Lindsay. she just barely escaped death at the hands of a brutal sadistic murderer in a michael jackson mask up on the cliff she was wrecked rescued by a horse and bravely defeated the killer alone brawless her story is already legend she's this town's heroic final girl their virgin angel monster vision halloween mask floating down the same river the kids jump into but just as one slaughter but just one slaughter is not enough for billy jean our mask killer one victory is not enough for Lindsay. Her high school is full of final girls and she's not the only one who knows the rules of the game. When Lindsay chooses a host of virgins, misfits and former final girls to replace the slaughtered members of her original homecoming court. It's not just a fight for survival. It's a fight to become the last final girl. Hell yeah. It, that one sounded very interesting. The the uh, final girl support group and uh, final girls by Riley Sager are like kind of on the same wavelength. This mm-hmm. one just like, Took it completely in a different direction, which I love. And we stand, We love. Uh, the next is The Final Girl by Kenneth Preston, published in 2021. 3.98 out of 5 on Goodreads. Mm. Synopsis is, five teens went camping, one survived. 17-year-old Jill Turner is the final girl, the lone survivor of a campsite massacre. Now a killer is on the loose, and Jill holds the key to catching him. But the killer is no ordinary man. He is a monster, both alive and dead. And Jill knows this all too well. She knows what the monster is she knows where he comes from and she knows that he will kill again for veteran homicide detective darlene moore this case is personal having lost her daughter two years ago she finds herself drawn to jill and she will stop at nothing to protect her but there is something strange about jill's story something that leads darlene to wonder if the girl knows more about the killer than she is letting on jill is keeping a secret one that costs the lives of four of her friends as jill struggles with her past and the knowledge that her actions may have created a monster darlene races against time to stop the killer before he strikes again dun, dun, dun.
0: i just want you to know every time you said darlene i pictured darlene from roseanne yeah so she is my final girl is she now, now. yes yes now she's my final girl okay yeah.
1: anyway uh, there's the final girl by wool very w-o-l dash v-r-i-e-y awesome Published in 2020, 3.85 out, of, 3.85 out of 5 on Goodreads. And the synopsis is, here there be monsters because we made them. At a secret location, eight young women assembled to compete in the ultimate reality uh, slash game show, The Final Girl. The eight contestants are a young woman, a young wife and her grown-up stepdaughter, a police detective, a prostitute, a nurse, a school teacher, and unemployed twin sisters. The Final Girl is a no-holds-barred, show beamed to an audience on the dark web a show where murder is permitted and mutilation is encouraged the rules one avoid being killed and eaten by the show's monsters and boogeymen two find the prize money 24 million dollars in cash three hold on to the money but only one woman can win and to win the final girl reality show the woman will need to be even more bloodthirsty and ruthless than the show's monsters have a seat everyone the most dangerous game is about to begin I wanted to share that one because it's so different <laughs> from <laughs> from the other ones. It just seems like so much fun. Uh, I'm not going to read the synopsis for all of these other ones because I have a ton. Um, but if you want, I can post them all on the website with the synopsis so that everyone can go. And, and I'll link the Goodreads even if I remember to do it. Um, but everyone should read all these. There's uh, Final Girl by Colin Lally. Um Published in 2012, four out of five on Goodreads. Escape from Happydale: The Last Final Girl by Jack Quaid, published in 2019, 3.76 out of five on Goodreads, and that's actually um, the first of a series. Oh. And there's a couple. There's a couple of very interesting ones. There's three Final Girl poetry books that I found. Oh. Uh, This one was really interesting. interesting. I really liked I Am Not Your Final Girl by Claire C. Holland, published in 2018, 3.93 out of 5 on Goodreads. And it's a collection of poetry that follows the final girl of slasher cinema on a journey of retribution and reclamation. From the white picket fences of 1970s Haddonfield to the apocalyptic end of the world, Holland confronts the role of women in relation to the subjects, including feminism, violence, motherhood, sexuality, and assault in the world of Trump and the Me Too movement. Each poem centers on a fictional character from horror cinema and explores the many ways in which women find empowerment through their own perceived monstrousness, which I loved. Um, Then there's also another poetry book called Final Girl by Lauren Millicy, published in 2019, 4.73 out of 5 on Goodreads. Very highly rated. There is also Final Girl by Daphne Gottlieb, published in 2003, so a little bit of an older one, 3.98 out of 5 on Goodreads. And uh, for a book of essays, there is the 1990s teen horror cycle, Final Girls and a New Hollywood Formula, by alexandra west published in 2018 3.79 out of 5 on goodreads and my last thing that i have here before a little game that we will get to no no
0: this one is- i am sober this time
1: good <laughs> uh this one is actually about a game this was a last minute edition that i found as i was doing research So AJ Porfirio of Van Ryder Games launched a Kickstarter for a tabletop game called Final Girl in April 2020, and it was fully funded in under two hours. Hell yeah! Yeah. In this survival horror game, the player is put in the shoes of a female protagonist who must kill the slasher if she wants to survive. Each one has a film feature box that you can extend the game with. And there are titles like Frightmare on Maple Lane and Slaughter in the Groves, And each one features a unique killer and an iconic location. And the more feature film packs you have, the more killer and location combinations you can experience. So you can choose from multiple characters when picking someone to play and multiple killers when picking someone to play against. Killers and locations each have their own specific terror cards that can be shuffled together to create a unique experience with various combinations of scenarios for you to play. And while the game is currently sold out on their website, they have also announced a Series 2 So hopefully that will be coming soon. You should check the Kickstarter out. It is uh, the game Final Girl um, by Van Ryder Games. And it sounds super fun. I haven't played like a fun tabletop game like that in a while. Um, But last but not least, I thought it would be fun. Just throwing it back to when we used to do um, like BuzzFeed quizzes. Okay, so this is a quiz from the tab, and it was actually published by a girl with <laughs> my first name spelled the correct way. Oh well. Yes. Um. So I'm going to see. The quiz is uh, find out how long you would last if you were in a horror film. It's ten questions. <laughs> so we're gonna okay. see how long you would last. So first things first, I, <laughs> you I'm know gonna how say how long I would last. I'm gonna say the question, and then there's like usually like four answers that I'll say. So first things first, how do you feel about horror films? Answer one: I live for that shit. The scarier, the better. Answer two: I can't watch them ever. Answer three: They give me nightmares, but I'll watch one if I'm with somebody. And number four: They're all right. Yeah. Well, I think we all
0: know the answer to this, but uh, we'll go with three. Uh, They
1: give me nightmares, but I'll watch. They give me
0: nightmares. Yes. But and it's not if I'll it's not I'll watch it if someone's with me. It's I'll watch it if forced.
1: So it's going to be uh they give me nightmares, but I'll watch if I'm with someone. Not I can't watch them ever. I mean, yeah, I I, I've watched some. You've you've
0: we've literally streamed you forcing me to watch these things. Oh, those were child's
1: play. And child's play. I haven't seen that one. Thankfully. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Uh, also, I'm, I'll link this uh, this quiz yes. so you can take yeah. it, too. Um, so, you're in a creepy house with all of your friends. What's your plan? Number one, stick together and explore. Safety in numbers. Two, stay in pairs and go on an adventure. Three, straight off looking around on my own. Four, everyone in the lounge, we don't leave that room. Is there a five that says leave? No.
0: Um... I'm going with four. Everyone in the You can't die if you're all in the same room.
1: place. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dead? <laughs> so, next question. You can hear um, someone in your house. What weapon are you picking up? One. I have a baseball bat under my bed I can grab. Two. I'll take a knife from the kitchen. Three. My father's shooting gun, of course. Four. Shooting gun? As opposed to what? Th- that's what the question gun? says. Shooting okay. gun. Four. <laughs> uh i'll t- I'll take them down with my bare hands. I am the weapon, and then there is a fifth answer a weapon it might not be an intruder. all right, well, f- five is
0: stupid, yeah, um, it's always an intruder, even if it's just your cat, not speaking from experience or anything. um, I'm gonna have to go with because this recently did happen to me, and like I said, it wasn't my cat, but um kitchen kitchen knife, knife, okay, good, yeah,
1: which of the following scares you most? Spiders, Clowns, Ghosts and Spirits, The Dark, Creepy Men. Do you want me to pick one? Yes. That's not fucking fair. Can if they pick- were all in a row in front of you. Oh, Jesus. No. Nah. Including the dark. The Mm-mm. dark was in a row in front <laughs> of, of they were
0: all in a row in front of me. In the dark. Um, <sighs> That's worse. This. This is so I'll reiterate because i am such a wimp spiders clowns ghosts yeah, and spirits
1: the dark creepy men
0: yeah, i know you named four out of five fears so i i'm aware of them trust me um let's fucking go with i also don't know that i want to say because then what if somebody like starts hitting me with this shit well, sending let's, just, me things? let's just
1: say that um, you're
0: terrified of all of them yeah so I pick w- Pick one. Well, except for one. Um, okay. I'm going with... Oh, I don't like this. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with spiders because okay. those... I'm afraid of a lot of these things, but spiders, I stop moving when they are near. Okay. <laughs> so that's the
1: most dangerous, I think, for me. All right. Halfway through. Next question. You keep getting a call from someone just breathing down the phone. What do you do? One, ignore them. What a loser. Two, call the police and ask them to track the call. Three, scream and cry because that's creepy as shit. Four, tell them, tell them uh, that you're not scared. Meanwhile, your voice is cracking and you're crying inside.
0: <laughs> One and a half. I stop answering the phone and I look up that motherfucker's number myself. I do this every day. <laughs>
1: out of the In, answers in the world given. of
0: spam calls it's a no i'm saying it's a one it's a one but in the world of spam calls you can look that shit up yourself okay and also
1: a, a fucking cab what are they gonna do i don't know so uh, next question it's getting serious now you've seen the killer in your garden where are you going to hide this is a uk article by the way so oh it's in, well, i see it's in your okay. yard <laughs> okay um so where are you going to hide one nowhere he's only in the garden two under my bed three in the laundry room four in the bathroom with the locks firmly done five i'll keep moving around the house between different spots um bed laundry room nowhere yeah we're not going with bed
0: we've seen taken we're we're gonna avoid the laundry room because they can easily like just shove my head in and kill me
1: that way final destination Um, style
0: i'm thinking more like oh no what are you doing step bro but with murder um hopefully just with murder
1: um no one's ever gotten stuck in a in a washing machine i'm not saying stuck i'm saying
0: just like killed via i don't know some final destination shit um i guess we'll go with the bathroom has a lock i'm assuming it doesn't have a window if it does it's not very high granted that means i can't get out but it also has like chemicals and shit so i can like kia them with like the bleach or something okay if bathroom they do get mess. in here's the bathroom oh wait <laughs> oh wait no because then jack can too bad i already did it the axe
1: okay uh next question how do you feel about blood one meh, it's just blood <laughs> two i can deal with it in normal situations like small cuts and injuries three not gonna lie if there's a lot of blood somewhere that's a bit uh stomach churning uh four First sight of the stuff and I fainted. Three. Two Not gonna or three. lie. Not gonna lie if there's blood. If there's somewhere. a lot, I can't do it. Yeah.
0: Alright, so that's Which all makes two three. certain times of the month super fun. But Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh you've walked into the kitchen and your best friend is dead on the floor. What do you do? Um oh, scream Jesus. ring the police immediately. Grab a weapon and find out who did this. Run. I no, like you try to revive them. Like, but what would you do first? Scream, ring the police immediately, grab a oh, weapon and find out who did probably this, or run?
0: The first thing I would do is scream, and I think that's pretty much what everybody would do unless they're expecting a dead body on Ugh. their floor. You don't know my life. Uh, apparently I
1: don't. Okay, so I'm doing scream. Eh. When you're not using it, the shower curtain should be open or closed.
0: All right we have this we have this debate in our household regularly. I say open, but apparently that doesn't let it air out enough and you can grow mold and apparently uh, mold is scarier than murder. I'm sorry, so, are Michael
1: and I the same person?
0: Are Elliot and I the same person? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then I guess so is it my personal preference yes. or is it how I live, how I'm forced to live? Uh, your personal preference. Open. Well, no, my personal preference is glass doors because then there's no chance of hiding. All right, all right. But for, this, for the sake of this, we will go, for the sake of me being poor, we'll go open.
1: All right. Last question. How creeped out are you by mirrors? Yes. One, not at all. They always show me something beautiful. LOL, X. <laughs> Two, <laughs> I have imagined in my head people jumping up behind me in them before. Three, I'm petrified. If all mirrors could be covered, that would be great. I mean, mix one and three, and that's
0: what my real answer is. I see me, and then I go full three. But no, um, I'm going with two because I don't know why, but it's a big thing with me when I get in my car, like that whole trope where you look in the rearview mirror and somebody's there. Yeah. And so I always have to check the back seat before I get in the car, And yeah. a car. So I'm going to go with that one.
1: All right. Well, I have the answer. How, how dead am i how long do you think you would last if you were in a horror movie i'm dead i i i i barely make the opening credits i know this <laughs> you, well you'd be surprised <laughs> because the answer is you could survive till about halfway through the movie but the killer would ultimately get ultimately get you you'd probably get through a lot of this on luck but despite your survivor instincts you're just a bit of a scaredy cat beneath it all you'd probably end up giving into the danger and accepting your fate if
0: only I hadn't had sex and been a woman and blonde and blonde yeah and had an original thought I, damn it I mean depending on who you talk to that's up for debate but no damn yeah. I'm not surprised I'm I'm honestly I'm pleasantly surprised I'm I'm proud that I've made it that far yeah did you take this quiz yeah what did you get did you survive I was the killer
1: oh my god are you kidding (laughs) no it was like i would survive (laughs) i was like oh now we know i always knew it would end this
0: way (laughs) yep
1: well uh that is that that is final girls uh i will put links to all of those books on the website they're super fun um those movies i believe the final girls is on no it's not on hulu not anymore they took it off fuck I wanted to watch it it's it's you can rent it on amazon i think but and Vudu. Ooh, voodoo oh let's see yeah you can rent it on voodoo amazon prime youtube apple tv and google play but you can't watch it anywhere for free unless you i don't know find it somewhere if you find it but i'm not coming? telling you yes. to go ahead and do that but go ahead and do that um <laughs> but that's that so you could find a dvd somewhere You could, but also watch all these other movies. I just recently watched, um, I know what you did last summer on Netflix because it was on TBT. Yeah, I love it. So good. Um, yeah. Uh, and if anyone has, if anyone has Shudder and they want to share that with me, (laughs) I would love you because it's a little too steep for me to pay. But also, uh, there's so much content on there. I want to (laughs) see, I'm already paying for too many things. Um, but yeah so you can check out our website at crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com and while you're there you can find all of the links to our social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter and we're also on patreon you can Mm -hmm. support us for as little as a dollar as much as whatever you want and there's different rewards at each level if you are at uh, a certain level on our patreon you are hearing this a day early Woo! (gasps) Um, <laughs> and if you're at another level of our Patreon, you know, every episode we're doing this month. Woo. Ah! Um, yeah, there's that. So, oh, yeah. do you have anything else to say? I think. No, I'm done. I'm all done. Oh, yeah. Our, uh, <laughs> our email address is crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. So. kind of
0: regret saying that that's our email because. Somebody keeps signing us up for spam, but <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> That's a true crime right there. That's my villain origin. It's also story. not.
1: It's also good spam. Like, it's not good spam. It's not good spam. But also, I immediately hit send to spam, and then I won't get messages from that anymore. So it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> really got us. It's not effective. It's what we get for having original thoughts. Also, it was it was one person, and they tried to get a job, and also they section, signed up for a ZipRecruiter account and Section Eight housing. And Section was, 8 housing. I was very and, confused.
0: And <laughs> for college, they're looking into going to college. Good for you for bettering they're yourself. Really, but also really getting it. W- what's your play? I don't know. Do you, but need, I, do you need our password to go through with this fully? <sighs> because I can give it to you. It's one, two, three. No. Um, but also,
1: fuck me, because I mentioned HelloFresh. So now yeah. our yeah. our email is getting all like not just my my personal email yeah our no. joint email is getting HelloFresh fresh yes. shit so I'm this sorry. person signed us up for it so no I think it was because I
0: talked about it no because it's they call they say hi like hi insert the person who signed us up for all of that stuff's ah, name okay. yeah I I've unsubscribed us they keep resubscribing I just I don't know what it's like Fun to have so much time, time. on your hands okay but if y'all need pampers
1: coupons you know where to find them um uh, but also if uh for real you do want to have a free box of hello fresh hit me up and i will email you a link um because i have a lot of free boxes do so it do it up go ahead and do that um yeah crime culture podcasts on all the things and oh, yeah. happy Women's history month Woohoo! We We're will see women. you. Woohoo! Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.